it's like the advice you probably shouldn't listen to, but you're listening to it anyway. You know, the Couch Critics. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Couch Critics. I'm Cosmic. And I'm Dakota. And And we are... (laughs) We're here. We're here, and... I just woke up, if that was oh, obvious you. enough. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm really trying here. Um, oh. My cat's fucking with the door. Like, oh, I just, I'm sweet. a mess. I'm a mess. No, I mean, you are a mess, but you're like a beautiful mess, you know? <laughs> I'm going to, so my friend's still staying with me, so I'm going to tell her to put the cat in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's perfect. Goodness. So what is new with you? Yeah, I feel like there's so much new with you that I don't really know what's new with me. Honestly, there's nothing exciting going on with me at all. It's so boring. That's why I love hearing about your life. (laughs) (laughs) My life is just always chaos. Um, Gosh, I don't know where to start. So I'm moving. I was going to say, are you like telling people that? I am telling people that I am moving, um, and I have told them that it's, like, states away from where I currently am, so they understand mm-hmm. how, like, truly stressful it really is, um, and, like, it's kind of funny, because for about a month there, I was, like, trying to figure out how I'm going to move all my things, and then at one point, I was like, you know what, let's just get rid of it all, and that's kind of, like, where I'm at, of just- such a good decision throw it all away burn it donate it I don't care what you do with it like just get it it's I feel like because I made that decision life the like the gates of heaven have opened up and like (laughs) the like I'm way less stressed now yeah Um, no it's I love that point in moving when you just start throwing everything away like the tiktok you sent me like that is literally me when I moved here and look at how much stuff I already compiled living here a year like stuff will recome into your life it's not that serious that you know, you should hire, I think, and spend all that money to get it over here. Like, it's just stuff, you know? Yeah, and I think I think we're very much the same way when it's when it comes to things. We're not, um, like, emotionally attached to our stuff. Like, there's yeah. very few items that I'm, like, I cannot get rid of. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just so, like, I, anytime anyone comes to visit, I'm giving my friends stuff constantly. <laughs> I'm like, here, go home with this. Go home with this. Like, I don't need it. So, honestly, it's, it's really nice, like, just – just get rid of all of it um I feel like if you ever do come help me clean out my workroom and stuff that's gonna be whatever you want literally point at anything and take it like any work costumes at this point yeah I don't I don't feel emotional attachment to any of my stuff it's just the effort of getting it out of my house that's where I'm at I really don't care like I have so many shoes I have boxes and boxes like just grab anything you want. Honestly, I should just have a moving sale, but just be like, just come grab shit out of my house to everyone. I don't care. <laughs> just rob <laughs> me while I'm here. Just like... rob me. <laughs> rob my no. garage. Literally, please. Someone oh my rob goodness. My <laughs> Seriously. Um, I was going to say, I feel like the hardest part about like getting rid of stuff is that um, I cannot focus right now with the cat at my door, just like trying to remove my carpet. Um, but the hardest part about like moving all your stuff is the same as selling socks. It's actually going to Goodwill or actually yes. going to the post office and getting rid of it or shipping it. It's the worst part. Exactly. 
exactly i have so many actually a lot of stuff in my garage is bags for goodwill that i just have not yet taken down to goodwill so i feel you it's so hard to like actually do that for some reason but uh, yeah so i'm proud of you and i feel like it's i feel so much lighter when i do that like seriously when i moved here i'm like this is gonna solve all my problems because yeah i felt so much lighter i'm like i don't know it was so amazing <laughs> i need that mm -hmm. again I am so excited. Like I got home from my trip and I literally packed, I think it was 10 bags full of stuff and took it Holy to Goodwill. Fuck. Like, yeah, like right Who after I got off the plane, I was like, we need to start cracking down on oh. the stuff. And yeah, it was so freeing. Everybody, I have a pimple bash on. Ooh. Anyways, uh, so cause got me a stanley and i feel like that was the ultimate sign of our love because Aww. i don't a new emotional support water bottle like are you kidding me it's everything and like dakota's love language is um gift giving and i feel like i've really been working on that i'm such a bad gift giver and so i'm like i don't know i'm trying so hard and i honestly i'm getting it now i understand because like for me and I feel like you mentioned it that you like this too. Like when I go out and I'm not buying something necessarily, but if I see things that remind me of people, I always like to take a picture and send it to them. And I like, I guess that could be part of that too. It's just like, think it's, it shows that you're thinking about someone, I guess, in random moments. Yeah, 100%. Like that's exactly how I am. So when people do it back, I'm like, oh my God, you feel the same way about me. Yeah. Like, no, I, told, I get it. I do get it now. Yeah. All right, let's stop dancing around the subject. I became a stripper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Please, I need I need to know it all. So I feel like I should give a lot of context because I've already had people messaging me being like, oh my God, you're a dancer. Oh, you started dancing, like all this stuff. Oh and God. I just like to fight the allegations right now. Yeah. Um, so my best friend has been living with me for like the past uh, almost month, damn near. I was going to say, it feels like a yeah, month. Yeah, she's been here like since my birthday. Um, oh. And I had to leave town. So she stayed here and took care of my pets. And back home, she works at a strip club, but she's a bartender. Mm -hmm. um, so she's been in that industry a lot. Um, and while I was gone, she was like, I think I'm going to be a stripper while you're gone. And I was like, Okay, period. Like, do what you gotta do, Love girl. It. And she was like having so much fun with it. And the entire time I was gone, she was just like, You need to come back and do it. And she so was I like, got, I was on FaceTime yeah. too, and it was like, Cosmic, you're coming. Like, we're all going to the strip club. So we're all gonna be strippers <laughs> right now. And Her hype is so contagious. Like, literally, for a second, I was like, Yeah. I'm gonna be <laughs> no, she's <laughs> seriously i love i adore her so fucking much like she gives me energy um because i wouldn't just do that by myself but she yeah. was fully like no we're gonna be strippers and i was like <laughs> you know what fuck it so i got back and i went on a wednesday too because Seriously. i have social anxiety <laughs> yeah so yeah i'm hoping it was dead was it kind of dead there was more people in there than I would like. <laughs> I wanted it really? to be empty because I, um, I really was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do it for the plot. I always dance mm -hmm. around in the nude, in the mirror anyway. So like, what's the yeah, difference? It's good, you could um, twerk like it's nobody's business. Seriously. Um, so I was just like, yeah, I'll go. Just to say I did it. And I really wanted to get pictures of myself mm -hmm. like on the stage and everything because – 
she got pictures my best friend did and they look amazing they do and that's so they look cool. so like so good so i was like oh, for the only fans content like me immediately yes. that's where my head went so i was yeah. like i'll do it and i definitely had like a different idea of how it was going to be in my head than when i went and mm-hmm. so we got there and i my Roman Empire is that I didn't have to audition. Um, they hired me immediately, and I just had to sign out a bunch of forms. And, like, I go up to the DJ, and I'm, like, telling him the songs, whatever. And I do my – okay, I'm not explaining this well. So I don't remember what happened first. I think there's it was, like, regular there, and – I was like talking to him and I told him it was my first day and that I was like super nervous and he bought me a drink and Mm -hmm. um, I watched it be made and even though I watched it be made and everything and like he's such a regular there like why would he drug me my immediate like anxiety thoughts were like he drugged me so I took three sips of it and then I ran to the dressing room and there's like a bunch of lockers in there and I fully put the drink in a locker and shut the locker and then proceeded to have a panic attack for like 10 minutes see okay but I would say he's a regular so maybe the bartender knows that see like i I'm very toxic because I would worry about the same exact thing. Like in my head, I'd be like, well, if he's a regular, maybe like the bartender knows and like could help him. Maybe. And no, because the the Did bartender also is the, the manager. No, he's just saying oh, it's okay. a very stra- small strip club as well. But I do have a okay. photo if you're watching. Here, is I'm going to lower the. Yeah, that's yeah, my drink in the locker. Perfect. You barely it's nice see and it. safe in there. Yeah, nice so and safe walk- in there. So you walk in and you walk up to him and you're like, hi, or was he like, hey, like, come over here. Like, how do you even start talking to him? So it's a, it's a very small venue. Like you walk in and the bar is like an L on one wall. Mm -hmm. And then the other wall is the stage and then everything else is seating. And then there's like, it's basically just like a shotgun house. Um, so it's like skinny, but long. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, so at the very back is the dressing rooms and then there's a hallway for the bathrooms and then hallway and then it's the bar and then the stage is on the other side. Mm-hmm. So in order to get to the dressing room, you have to walk by everything. And I was like attached to my friend at the hip pretty much. And she's like, this is my regular, like him and I are super cool. So like, that's how I got introduced to him. Okay. Um, but yeah, I did have a panic attack for like 10 minutes and like had to text all my friends being like, oh my God. like, uh. And then I do my first stage set. Uh, basically, you dance to songs for two minutes. Okay. And was it? I was so fucking nervous. I didn't know what to do at all. Um, and also for context, it was literally 7 p.m. So, like, no one is there. Um, oh, well, good, though, right? Like, you didn't want everyone there? Yeah, like, no one was, like, standing. Like, no one was sitting around the um, stage at all or anything. Like, there's just some guys at the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, like, I don't know. I just started rolling around on the floor, honestly. And, like, the DJ didn't really play songs that I knew. So I didn't know, like, oh, how no. to get down to it. So then after that, I went up to the DJ. And I was like, hey, how do I, like, suggest songs or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I tried to suggest my favorite song of all time which is the morning by the weekend which is literally it's a song about fucking strippers so i was like i need this to be played like this is the song and he was like i can't play that like it's too slow so apparently there's like rules for like tempos of songs you can play but then i suggested i want to dance to it and it's like what about slow grind 
I feel like you like, could grind and strip to slower stuff. Yeah, so I basically told him just like play any weekend song and like I'll be good. And then I also suggested Ice Cream Man by Tyga. Mm-hmm. And he also said to me, he's like, you need to go back to the bar and sign all your paperwork. And I was like, no, I already did that. And he's like, no, that was your audition. Like your first stage set was your audition. And I said, no, it wasn't. I already signed all the paperwork. And he looked at me and he was like, they've never hired someone on the spot like that. And I said, well, you've never met me. So damn, I was like having so much confidence. Um, So yeah. Yeah. So that was Why was he being kind of a dick though? No, honestly, that's like the thing. And like, I'll get, I'll get more into like all that. But mm-hmm. so then I go up on since so you go and like order. So there's like a whiteboard and you like write your name on it. And that's the mm-hmm. order of like, when you go on stage. So my friend would go and then I would go. And there's only like five strippers at the time. So oh it was like quick. Yeah. Um, and you dance the two songs each. Um, so then quickly I go right back on stage and he plays Ice Cream Man, which like, that's my song right there. So, mm-hmm. um, so I dance to it and as I'm dancing to it, this like 21 year old walks in and he's nerdy and he's got a septum piercing and oh. he walks in and sits by the stage and there's like more people sitting by the stage now at this point. And I'm like, what is going on? And then I get off the stage and my friend comes up to me and she's like, go talk to him. Like <laughs> you're going to make money off him. And I'm so glad that I talked to him because I went and sat down next to him and we just start talking and it is not what I expected at mm-hmm. all, but he was 21. He uh, works for the military cause there's a base like really close by and mm-hmm. um, he's gay. Oh, what's he doing in a strip club? <laughs> so he has really bad social anxiety and his um, his therapist told him like, in order to combat your social anxiety, you should go to strip clubs because people come up to you and talk to you oh. and like force you to get out of your shell. So that's what he does like really randomly just to like ease his social anxiety so he's having a panic attack because he's socially anxious and i'm having a panic attack because (sighs) suddenly i'm a stripper so it like really worked out (laughs) so cute you guys like totally needed each other i feel like no like seriously he became my security blanket because at this point my friend's very comfortable at the club she's like she's such like an extrovert as well that she's like Mm -hmm. running around talking to people like you know making that money and i'm just you Mm -hmm. know hanging out with this like gay guy like we're just like ah being socially awkward together oh i'm so glad he was there that night because imagine the whole night if he wasn't there like yeah so he was there for the two hours i was there for i was there from seven to nine so he was there for about an hour and then i was alone for an hour um but anyways, so my friend kept being like, come talk to this guy. Like, he's really rich. Like, you need to talk to him. And mm-hmm. I, like, walk up to him. And he immediately touches my butterfly tattoo, which is located in the middle of my boobs I'm pretty forgetting. much. Oh, yeah. It's the one right here, right? Like, on your sternum? Is that what it's called? Right here. Like, yeah. my boobs are right here. He just and touches it like he's trying to he touch just, the tattoo. He's like, eh. he's like, I love your tattoo. And, like, creepily Ew. touches that. And immediately I just knew that this guy is full of shit. Like, he's talking Ugh. about how he's, like, 
a homicide investigator or whatever oh and he works with the fbi and he like works in the like fucking call or he lives in colorado and he's like showing his like log cabin like he pulls up pictures and everything and it doesn't even look like in a fucking expensive log cabin so i just like immediately knew like he was full of shit and like i feel like in this job too like what we do online like we also know when people like we have a good a good radar for when people yeah. are full of shit so Absolutely. like i just knew right away and he had a friend there with him too and they just kept like trying to like talk to me and shit and like he just like yeah i was not wasn't this club a no touching club i feel like yeah it's a yeah it's a no touching club it's also it has like a two panty rule so you have to wear two pairs of underwear and (laughs) it's no like no topless like you can take off your top but you have to wear pasties okay um but i did see some nipples so i feel like they're really lenient Mm. about the nipple thing um but yeah so uh, yeah he also touched like my leg tattoo and stuff like that like it was just he was being very touchy and like immediately so then I ran over back to the gay guy and I just sat down with him I was like he's being weird (laughs) and then my friend goes back on stage and that guy with the fuck the FBI agent or whatever like goes Uh up and he's like putting like ones in her like thong and stuff like that and then he turns Mm -hmm. to me and he puts like money in between my boobs and just like and I made the gay guy sit next to me like we went right up to the stage and I made him sit right next to me and like um he just like watched as that like guy was doing that to me and we just like look at each other and like we were having like a conversation with our eyes you know i'm so Um, glad he was there dakota like i really i'm so glad that that guy was there i feel like he was like your guardian angel no seriously like he was the sweetest and yeah he also works at domino's and he said he only works there to like get like five or 50 percent off like pizza and i was like (laughs) you're so i know i'm like that's me um if it was little caesars it would have been like you would have started levitating yeah hook line and sinker honestly and um so yeah I go back on stage I think I did like I was on stage like five or six times I don't remember oh my God. that's a lot and yeah because it, it was again like there's not that many people there so it was like going quick and um so then towards the end of the night my little my little comfort blanket had to go because he was meeting oh. up with his friends and so I was like super bummed about that um and then there was like these two guys at the very end of the bar and my friend was like, we should really go talk to them. And so we sat, we go up to them, we're talking. And I have to say like the worst part about being a stripper as the one night I did it is having to talk to these men and pretend you give a shit about their job or like where they're from. And you have like, to approach them, right? Yes. Like you, it's literally on you to walk up to them. Like that would be so hard. Like, hey, like tell me about you i don't even know what i would say like that would be so my friend like did me. all the work for me because like she is such a social butterfly like she, if we go to like a fucking grocery store she's made fr- seven friends before we leave like she's just yeah. so good at that naturally but like mm-hmm. me i'm like i just want to go home and like hang out with my dog um yeah so it would be so hard to mask too which we always talk about having to mask like this is the ultimate masking experience this is like the final boss of masking no seriously and like uh, so like talking to them was awful and then like so we there's two of them and like we kind of just like individually went to them and then at one point so we had to go back on stage and at that point the guys like follow us and like watch us on stage and like both of them were like making it rain on me which was really cool like I was like fully like 
throwing it back and like they were making it rain. And um, that's the one video I got is my friend filmed me making that it rain, was... someone making it rain on me, which is cool. Um, and I just, this is, this is the humbling experience of my night is that there was these two guys that they were old as fuck. They were in the corner, but they were throwing a lot of money. So mm-hmm. I would like crawl over to them and like put in the work because I wanted that money. And I remember I could hear them whispering because the music is loud, but like when you're close to someone, you can hear it. Mm-hmm. And I remember like at one point I still had pasties on, but I like, I removed my fishnet top and I just like mm-hmm. shook my boobs. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember them being like, it's a little small, but okay. <laughs> I would have literally passed out right then and there. Like, fuck you. No, you know what? I would have been like, fuck you guys. And like, <laughs> no, so because mixed. I would have started no, shit with them. I heard that and I turned around. I said, okay, I know my assets. Like, my ass is, my ass is fat. I'm just going to turn around and throw it back on Okay, them. yeah. And so then I turned around and I just remember one of them whispered, I think the other girl twerks better. Oh! <gasps> No, 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 these fucking assholes. I'm so sorry. And then they kept being like, you're so beautiful and like all this. But then it was like, but that the girl twerks better. Like, oh, so humbling. That honestly, it would be humbling. But this sounds like such a terrible place. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So then we go back to the other guys that I was talking about previously. And we switched guys. Mm -hmm. And this other guy. Oh, my gosh. Like, at least the other one was, like, way more respectful. But – or maybe he wasn't into me. I don't know. But this guy, like, fully wanted – he's like, let me take you out to dinner. Where do you want to go? Like, please, like, I need your fucking number. I need your Snapchat. Like, I need it. And, like, um, so I gave him my Snapchat. I never added him back. Um, Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. (laughs) And he's, like – and – he looks at me at one point and he's like, do you like chocolate? Do you like chocolate? Do I like chocolate? <laughs> do you like chocolate, Dakota? Do I like chocolate? <laughs> and me, I thought that shit only happened in the movies and like YouTube skits and shit. <laughs> but I just looked at him and I was like, I like all the flavors. <laughs> like, I was just like, I don't know. Like, you know, and he just, he's like, oh, that's such good news. And I'm just like, yeah, it's such good news. Like, I'm just sitting here, like, thinking about how badly I want to go home. And I don't, yeah. And at this point, my feet started to give out. So that's when I, like, demanded that my friend and I go home. I was just like, babe, like, I'm done. Like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I ended up making $78. um, But... Oh, I also. Why, why does that seem so low to me? Like for you, I would imagine you would walk out of that club with like five grand at least. I don't know why. I think I have unrealistic well, oh. expectations of strip clubs. <laughs> well, to be fair, it was a Wednesday. I was only there for two hours. It was my first night ever dancing, and I didn't and know what I was be, doing. Like everyone should be throwing money at you then. Well, no, <laughs> I don't think I, I was really putting in that work because I had more social anxiety than actual. Like I was dissociating when I was on the stage. Like in the oh. video, you can see it, but I like my I'm mouth breathing all I over that stage. I did rewatch it 
after we FaceTimed and you told me that, I did rewatch it and I was like, oh, I like I didn't notice it the first time, but the second time I was like, oh, baby, like I, I could see that. But I just imagine it in terms of like this job, like what we make in this job that seems so low, not saying we're rolling in it either. But like if you did a live show at, from the comfort of your home you would make more than $78. That's what I mean. That's why like to be going out, you're in lingerie, like people are getting to meet. I mean, these guys don't know, like they're, you know, that they're, they're not a fan of you, but yeah, I just, I feel like that's low for what you put yourself, have to put yourself through and have to mask and shit. Like, yeah, geez. like it really, I don't like, that was a thought that I've just kept thinking the entire time I was there. I was like, I don't need this. I don't need to be here. Um, and, like, I just, know, like, lucky. I mentally couldn't do it. I just, I couldn't. Like, it gave me a new perspective on, like, how mm -hmm. dark strip clubs really are. Because I always knew they were dark. They were dark places. Mm -hmm. But to, like, really see it and to, like, experience that firsthand was very different. And, and like, yeah, so there's there's more, too. Like, mm -hmm. um, so someone, some guy was there and he was, like, on, like he was watching me while I was on stage and after I got off stage he was like hey do you want to be in a music video and he kept like asking for my number and I was just like no but like you can follow my Instagram like if you really mm -hmm. want me to be in your fucking music video whatever mm -hmm. and so he sees my Instagram and he immediately got so excited and he's like how much do I need to pay you to, like be in the music video and I'm just like ah, ha, 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 like whatever and yeah, I didn't go to the fucking music video. Um, <laughs> what kind of music video? I don't know. But he, oh I guess gosh. like he was going and like recruiting strippers because he wanted us all to like dance like in the dance videos, like in the, in the background. Mm -hmm. And like I just, yeah, whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, Homie has like 500 followers on social media. Like I'm not getting any call <laughs> from that. Like if anything, like if I shout you out, you're getting called from oh, me. Oh, for sure. That's a good Yeah. Movie. And so that happened. And anyways, so we're leaving. You have to pay out the house. So there's like a house fee. So you have to pay to work, which at Wednesday, it was $28. Okay. So I think I only made 78 So immediately you have to give the house $28. And then you have to tip out the DJ and the bouncer. So how much and did you actually like walk with that night? So I actually made my friend pay <laughs> all my fees because <laughs> I was like, absolutely not. Like, I just put in all this work. You're paying for my fees. Like, you you've been doing. You would have walked with forty eight, right? Or uh, no, because way less than that. Because you also have to tip out the bouncer and the DJ. Are you fucking kidding me? And what that fucking DJ didn't even pay the songs I wanted. They didn't even like, play your songs. And what did the bouncer Are do you for me? My you wanna, literally no, because you want to know what the bouncer did for me. Oh God. He gave me a hug and grabbed my ass, and I have to pay him to do that? Are you fucking kidding me? The whole point of a bouncer is to keep you safe, right? Yeah. And he's the one fucking groping your ass? Yeah. I have beef. And I the DJ beef. did it too. <gasps> this is so fucked. Honest, this is so fucked up. This is so, so you would have walked with literally less than $40. You got your yeah. ass groped multiple times. Multiple times. Who you paid There's to keep you safe. Yeah, and men that, like, barely gave me, like, $5. Holy shit. We are, I mean, we are so lucky and privileged that we get to, you know, work from the comfort of our own home because that would break my heart and my soul. I would be so pissed. I, I would honestly hate all men if I worked at a strip club. I would hate men 24-7. If they're objectifying you like that, touching, grabbing your fucking ass every second of every day. Sorry. 
Yeah, and like the bruises are terrible. Like I only went oh once God. and my knees are fucked. My hip is like literally purple and yellow right now. Oh my um, God. I can't like lay in certain positions because it hurts so much. Like what? I have so – yeah, I like – the Imagine. amount of respect that I have for strippers is like insane now. And like, I am so thankful I did it because it gave me a new perspective and really yeah. did teach me a lot of like just mm -hmm. to be more grateful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love, I love that. Because um, for some people, maybe it's not that difficult to like mask and yeah, like walk up to people and start conversations and like, I mean, I guess be in that energy. Yeah, I mean, my best friend, she was thriving there because, like, she she's her. really good at that conversation and she really loves dancing and she's amazing at it, too. She was doing handstands on the stage. Oh, my God. What? Like, I'm not even fucking kidding. Like, Holy she was, shit. like, literally her fucking cranium was touching the floor. Her ass is in the air jiggling. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, like, fuck, yeah. She's, like, she's a natural, you know? But, like, me, mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, it, it was a lot to take in and – you look around at the other strippers that are there and they're way older and you can mm -hmm. see the light in their eyes is just like gone. Oh my God. And so it's, it's so sad. What's like, I don't know. I feel like that's such a crazy experience for someone who is a sex worker. Is there like a lesson that you learned from that experience? Um... I've never felt more like an object. Oh my gosh. And again, that's saying something like you're a sex worker. You know what I mean? So I can't, I can't even imagine how objectified you would feel in that situation. It sounds so scary. It sounds terrible. Yeah, it was. I also like asked because uh, mm -hmm. I like lied to the guy that was like, you like chocolate? Um, I like lied to him and I said, oh, I really have to go pee. And that's when my feet were giving out. And that's when I made my friend come with me to the dressing room. And I said, we're leaving. Like, we're leaving mm -hmm. right now. Like, I can't do this. Um, yeah. And I was like, is there like a exit we can take that's not the front door? And uh -huh. she was just like, no, there's not. And like that also – that too just seems so dumb to me. Like, think about what? that's so like, dangerous. Th I was there for two hours and I had a guy like literally begging and take me out on a date. Like, I can't imagine like the there different. There should be a back door. There should be a back door where, like, you get walked to your car and Absolutely. like you're able to like exit. But no, it's all through the front door too. Okay, that's fucked up. And also, the guys who groped you was when you were leaving, right? So then oh, every I got stripper out the night, yeah. But like from the guys who worked there, was that when you were leaving? Because yeah. I'm just thinking every stripper who leaves, do they have to give them a hug or whatever? Is that – and then they fucking grope every single girl. You know what I mean? Like they literally – you can't leave. It's like a hostage situation. I can't leave until I give you a hug and you grope my ass? Yeah, and I give you like $10. Okay, I did look up that strip club on Yelp while you were there because you know me. I I've showed you all my tricks. I checked if oh, there was I, anyone posting stories. No I one know. was. But I've <laughs> the reviews were uh, fucking terrible. Yeah, so I don't live in a safe city city whatsoever. Like, I live in one of the worst cities to live in. My dog mm -hmm. is banging at the door. He said, mm -hmm. emotional comfort now. Yeah, he's like, mommy needs me. Holy shit, though. Adventures of a, a, day, a one-day stripper. Yeah, so I live in, like, a super unsafe city. Probably, like, I know it's in top 10 of the United States for being the most unsafe city. Um... But if you go on the reviews of, like, that strip club, it get, it literally got shot up, like, last month. What? Dakota, yeah. Why the – Dakota, can you not 
Can you not, please? <laughs> Don't put yourself in danger. It's a Wednesday. No one get a shoot up the strip club on a Wednesday. Oh um, my god, that is so scary. Yeah, no, and the funny part too, little backstory is I was hanging out with. <laughs> I was hanging out. <laughs> um, oh my god context i accidentally got into a relationship anyways so i was hanging out with my actually no it was the night he asked me to be his boy his girlfriend not his boyfriend (laughs) so the night he asked me to be his girlfriend uh we were in the middle of the fucking desert he wasn't gonna kill me everyone i'm here but um so you're in the middle of the desert stargazing and he's like telling me about this like murderer (laughs) what so no. apparently like in this desert i don't want to like get too much away but like oh, in this desert no there was like uh, a murderer like a few like a, a while ago no. but no. that would there was anyways the how they found this murderer is they were building a bunch of houses in the middle of the desert and they came across a huge <gasps> pit in the middle of the desert filled no. with prostitutes and strippers what the fuck who would i'm sorry this is not a romantic thing to say while you're fucking like making out or whatever no no he is like was telling me about it and uh he was like oh there's a murderer like in these in this desert and i was like wait and as we were like going into the desert and i was like can you wait until we leave and then as we were leaving he's like okay like now this is what the story is and he knew that i was going to the strip club for the first time ever the next day so i was like you're just trying to scare me out of going to the strip club honestly yeah probably but that is probably true right like it's a true story yeah i know they never found the guy they never found the guy like he's oh my god it's so sad i feel like a lot of murderers also obviously a lot of stories that i've read they do do strippers and like prostitutes and stuff and it's just like so fucked up like and i see why now like i being in that strip club gave me a different perspective because like you know that and like you hear like oh of course they they kill the sex workers because they be less is less oh but like when you're in that environment getting touched getting money thrown at you and like just being completely object you see like oh like yeah like no i'm fully just an object to you so that type of person yeah would choose someone like that who they view like that yeah that makes any sense yeah jesus oh that's so terrible that sounds like such a heavy experience i feel like i'd have to sage like my whole soul after that like i feel like that'd be and again not to everyone and i'm not trying to hate on anyone who strips and if it you know if if you enjoy doing it that's all i literally care about i my sister went through that she's comfortable with me talking about it um we were going to talk about on the podcast when she came but we got to but like that was the worst experience she ever had in sex work and she went through a lot when she just turned 18 people preyed on her like you know and stripping was one of them and she's to this day said it was like one of the most traumatizing experiences to strip and there's people who love stripping and that it's not traumatizing so it's just one of those things i guess um, but it sounds like it would be to me as well. Yeah, like I think I I understand it completely because that fast money is also very addicting. And I can imagine mm-hmm. like if I went on a Friday and it was super packed and I did like have the masking skills to be able mm-hmm. to make that type of money, I could get addicted to that fast money yeah. so quick. Because so you are such I, like a hard worker, like Capricorn energy. So I could totally yeah. see that happening. Yeah, like immediately, I was just like, oh, like I see it. It's definitely giving me a new perspective. They should have a strip club that's run by women and that's only for social anxiety queen strippers. And so, like, we can be weird and like we can just sit there and just look hot. (laughs) 
no, yeah no touching and like also don't look at me <laughs> you don't look like no and that contact. strip club is actually that strip club is actually met by uh ran by a woman and like she fully yeah I met her and everything I fully like lied my ass off I had a different backstory for every single person that was there it was fun um that seems no, like that'd be fun and even on Friday like honestly this was kind of the confidence boost that I received is that no one believed it was my first day stripping and oh. the fact that I didn't have to audition. And then on Friday, I got a text from the owner begging for me to come back. Mm. Um, so those were all like huge confidence boosts. But I'm like, no, I'm going to sit at home and just take feet <laughs> pics. Thanks. No, for real. Holy shit. Yeah, I this is totally off topic, but I just sent it. I just filmed the worst angle ever of a burping custom that I've ever filmed in my life. Like literally he wanted it like, so the phone was like down here and I was just editing it. It was like the worst thing ever, but I'm so thankful because you know, that's like, I don't have to mask. I guess while I'm doing that, I was just sitting there burping. I was just ignoring the safety of your own home. Like, yes, we are really privileged in that way. And I think I forget it. I try not to, but I think if I had that experience, like it would definitely remind me too. like, you know, the live show that we do that just whatever we do, like we do get to make the decisions ourselves. The bouncer isn't groping us. We get to leave when we want. We get to get off when we want. We get like, we get, and that's when my sister was nervous to join the foot community it was because of her experience with stripping because she did not, it was not up to her. Like, and that's where her drug use started as well, because she literally had to in her eyes to strip. It was that mm-hmm. painful. And I, that's why I told her about the community. Like it is 100% up to you. Like if, whatever you want to show, whatever you want to do, like fans might pressure you, but it is ultimately up to you. And that is a huge privilege. That's a huge, I don't even want to say it's a privilege. It should be that way in sex work. It should be up to us, what we do with our body, what we choose to do, but unfortunately i guess it is a fucking privilege should be given it really is um and i feel like it's so sad that people hate on OnlyFans and women that do this line of work because ultimately OnlyFans has created a whole new industry of women who are able to make those decisions for themselves and have that bodily autonomy that they Mm -hmm. wouldn't have at a strip club. And it's just so sad to like think about how people hate on OnlyFans, even though literally I would be a stripper getting molested every single night, like if it weren't for OnlyFans. I honestly think that's why these guys hate on OnlyFans. It's because for once we get to make the rules, we get to decide. That immediately turns into we're sluts now. But when we, it's the same way on Reddit. If you're posting just nudes to Reddit for free, you don't have an OnlyFans up, you mm-hmm. are the hottest girl in the world. Everyone loves you. But if you have an OnlyFans link up, you're slut shamed 500 times a day. It's the same thing. OnlyFans is looked down upon because we are making that decision. But if someone else was making those decisions, if a man in charge of like a company was telling us what to do, what to suck, what to change about our look, then that would be less looked down upon. I truly believe that. We're not allowed to be in charge of our own fucking body and make the money we want to make. That is, I'm so sorry. I'm getting fired up now. Uh, No, seriously, because like it's going to make me the most cynical, like nihilistic person ever where I'm just like, I will be owning 17 cats and living in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like I can just feel it like one more bad oh like gosh. experience with a guy and it's over. Wrap it up. I'm done. 
Yeah, it's hard. You do, you see, like, and I'm in a strip club, you see it too. Like, you probably see the worst of the worst and the best of the best. Like, that sweet guy who came in with social anxiety. And we get a glimpse of that. We get, we can mask. We can, like, guess who got added back on Snapchat? The gay guy. Oh, you added him on Snapchat? Yeah. Oh my God. I love this. This is such a cute, like friendship story. What, yeah. what an interesting therapy tactic though. Can we say like, is that therapist just like a sex work icon, like supporting Positive. sex work? Fuck yeah. I would never think of that, but that is definitely a cool way to, I guess, work on your social anxiety. Cause they do come up to you. Can you imagine? I can't even come up to someone who's like, there was a girl at the bookstore and she was reading like the same book as me. And I literally sat there for like 10 minutes and I was like, do I go up to her? Do I not? Like, I couldn't even do that. Like imagine like a guy objectifying me. Like I'd be so terrified. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's hard, but I am, I'm, yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Uh, but like, I guess I really am in my, like, um, what's it called of era of just like, having more like confidence to do that because like look at my life right now like the entire reason I have a boyfriend right now is because I I flirted with the guy selling me my car for like seven hours straight yeah no I mean I love that you really do have like a whole new era of confidence about you and I do think it is because of the manifestation <laughs> I think that's how I'm <laughs> um yeah, no, I think it's absolutely like your era. I'm so I'm so happy for you. Like we all need that era. I don't know if I've honestly been there yet. I don't know if I've had that era yet. You need something that just like really pisses you off and it just feels you to just like be so thoughts. different. Yeah, just I don't know. I think I think just being more comfortable in like your skin has really helped me because like mm-hmm. I don't know, just lately I've been super super happy with like my body and oh, like this. who I am as a person. I'm very like uh self-assured like no one can tell me who I am no one's gonna tell me who I need to be and who I what I change about myself because like for the past like I don't fucking know like for the longest time I've just had people telling me like everyone in my life seriously Mm -hmm. has like always tried to tell me who I am and lately I've just done like the interpersonal work to like be like no you're not allowed to tell me who I am (sighs) you're not allowed to change that and I think that has given me like this newfound confidence to just like you know, be who I am and own it and like be just like that security in yourself is so empowering and Mm -hmm. has just given me a sense of happiness within myself that I have not had ever. So that got really deep. That makes me so happy. No, that makes me so happy. It's also an interesting thing to go into a situation like that when you're in that era and you do know what you deserve and you're not going to accept less. You know what I mean? I'm sure that was like a weird kind of like dichotomy, I think is the word to experience that when you know your worth and you're not, you know what I mean? Like it's probably You mean the strip club? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was really weird because that's literally what I was thinking like the whole time. Like I don't need to be here right now. Mm-hmm. Like I, un- it's, it's hard to like articulate it. Cause it's like, I respect strippers so fucking much, like, especially because mm-hmm. of being there. But at the same time, it was like, but I don't need to be here. Mm-hmm. You don't, you have a fucking online so it's empire. Like weird. <laughs> so it's like weird. Cause it's like, yeah. how can those coexist? You know, like mm-hmm. it's like, it's not even like morally, but like that's the only word I can think of is like morally, how can I like, you know, respect that hustle and that need to be there and also know that I shouldn't be there. 
I think it's truly, I don't think it has anything to do with not respecting strippers. I think it's that you can make quadruple that money and you have, I've done live shows with you where we just sit there, the one at the pool, like you made hundreds of dollars. We just sat at the pool and we're talking about hot wings or something. Like, I I don't think it has anything to do with you not respecting strippers at all. I think it's, you're, you're a businesswoman, you know, the numbers you bring in and like, you don't need to be there. Realistically, you don't like you, you make how much you make at home in the safety of your home without having to be not roped, getting molested like, yeah seriously yes. and you know what's so funny is like oh let's talk about the airplane um so oh like God. a few days prior to me like even going to the strip club and everything i'm flying home and it's like so early too like it's you were five in the morning late. yeah it's it was five in the, in the morning, morning. It's seven in the morning. What's going on? So yeah, it's five in the morning. I had to. I unfortunately booked myself a middle seat. So you already know the vibes are just off, you know. Yes. Because yeah. you know you're really struggling if you've got to get that middle seat. So, wow, for sort of problems for real. But anyways, so I like get there and I see like this older lady. You know, she's got her little purse and everything, and she sits in the aisle seat. So I'm like immediately, it's gonna be good. Yeah, we're chilling. Me and this She's lady. She's gonna protect you. She'll be. So yeah, sweet. we're gonna vibe. We're just. We're you now. I'm hanging out with the old lady, and then this creepy guy is sitting at the window, and I have this like huge ass backpack because I refuse to check luggage like whatsoever because I when I get off that plane I want to immediately be in my bed so I'm not gonna mm-hmm. wait for bags but anyways so I have this huge backpack and I have to like sling it over and like I have to throw it in my seat at first and then I have mm-hmm. to like weasel in between the seats and then finally put it underneath my seat so I put it underneath <laughs> my seat and I'm struggling because it's literally like fucking huge yeah. and um so then I go to sit down. I look, of course, like look to make sure I'm not going to sit on like any like seatbelt or anything. Like just want to make sure a seatbelt doesn't go up my ass. Um, and so I look, you know, seats clear and I go to sit down and immediately the guy in the window seat puts his hand underneath in my seat like this. And I don't pay attention. I just see his hand move. And I'm thinking like, oh, maybe he's going to grab something, whatever. I'm not, it's five in the fucking morning. Yeah. And I sit down and just, and then he slides oh my it back God. out. And I look at him and he just goes, sorry. And it took me a few minutes to process. I'm not going to lie. I was oh, like, I'm sure I, the windows sound oh was just, God. you know, and there's like literally a loading circle in my brain. I'm like, what's just happening? fucking kidding me? And I'm just like, did I just get. Assaulted. Did he say an excuse? Like, oh, I dropped something? Like, literally, he just was fucking, oh, my God. Like, oh. sorry. Yeah, no, it, like, I was literally, I was just like, did I just get touched on a plane at five in the yes. morning? Keep in mind, I also look like this. And, like, I don't know, maybe it's just in my it head. But when all my tattoos are concealed, which they are for the most part, when all my tattoos are concealed – and I don't have any makeup on. It's five in the morning. I look dead tired. And I have my matching sweatpants on. Oh, my God. I don't look. I know myself. And no, I know what I look there. like. Let's go there. Because I don't look I was, like I'm 18. I was just. Because people on planes, they always are extra nice to me. Because fuck. I know they think I'm a kid. Okay. I know I they just, think I'm, like, just a young teenager. And I've yeah. always been treated that way. And that's kind of why I like flying alone because people are, are more accepting when I'm stupid on a plane. Because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, she's just she's just a teenager. She's flying alone for the first time. Like, mm-hmm. And I like that privilege. Mm-hmm. But in a different context when I'm getting yeah. 
fucking molested. Yeah. So yeah. I was just talking about that. I forget with who, but I had a realization that I had, I was cat called more when I was 12, 13 than I ever have been the moment mm -hmm. I turned 18. I was groped when I was underage, never have been groped as an adult. Thank God. What the fuck? Like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm not the only woman who's experienced this, who's been like, wait a second, like the cat calling, the groping, that all does happen when you're younger. And it's fucking disgusting. Like, no wonder we're getting nihilistic about men. You were fucking molested twice in like four days in a four day period. No, like five times, considering all the different guys at the strip club, like in a fucking like. And yeah, then the Discord, like... I do want to call my Discord out because they were making jokes, your best asset or something. And I went to sleep right when I got home. So I woke up and I saw all that and I was absolutely disgusted and fucking pissed off, quite frankly. Yeah. At no, the and way then they for were joking more about con it. No, it was really fucked up and it like literally sent me over the edge. So like for full context, so your Discord can feel even shittier. Yeah. Because I want them to. Because they listened uh -oh. to this and they were like, oh, we don't know what happened. Then listen and fucking we'll tell you what what's Yeah. So like, um, so then I once we took off, I was dead tired. Um, so I fell asleep and I was like a, basically giving that old lady a lap dance the whole time because I wanted like nothing oh, to do with this other guy. You're like, oh, you're like in her lap. I yeah, no, I'm like curled up me. like on her. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, too. I don't even care. Like, I don't care. Because um, this guy was also like fucking man spreading. Like he had this whole leg like in my section and he was open mouth coughing the entire fucking flight. Oh my God. Uh -oh. This fucking yeah. guy. Are you kidding me? Yeah, fucking He's disgusting. like an AI machine. Like we typed in like the worst man ever and the AI popped him out. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, Anyway, so I finally take a nap and they're doing beverage service or whatever. And she fucked the old lady fucking woke me up and was like, do you want something to drink? And I was just like, Which is I will crazy. fucking remove your kidneys right now. PSA, don't ever wake up someone on an airplane. Don't that's happened all, to me twice. That, exactly. <laughs> that's happened to me twice. I never, I never nap. And it's like kind of eer eerie how I don't nap as a person. Only time mm -hmm. I can ever nap is on a plane. And the wow. two that's happened to me twice where people have woken me up and asked me if I wanted a drink. If I wanted a fucking drink, yeah. I would buy one before Literally, the fucking flight. Just start putting a post-it note if when you're flying and be like, don't wake Do me up wait. or order me a Sprite. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, get me the fuck. Because, and if you it's just like ugh. and if you care so if you were actually a decent person, just like be like, Yeah, she wants a water and some just cookies. Get a, water, and, a safe yeah, a ginger ale. And, like and just thing. hold it and just hold it. Yes. You know? And then that's the good thing up. about traveling. And then if not, together. you get an extra you get an extra water. Like you're welcome. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you don't fucking ever wake someone up on a plane. It's so hard no, to sleep on a plane. Sociopath. Anyways, so I get off that plane and I immediately like sprint away. I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. And then I had like 20 minutes uh layover and so i immediately hop into discord i text them that and they're they're joking being like oh the, he touched your ba your best asset they're just not taking it seriously at all mm -hmm. and then when i said oh any open mouth cough the whole flight then they're like oh he deserves a death penalty it's like yeah, oh only when it's something you can relate to exactly exactly that's what it was like that's the only thing they could relate to instead of he deserves a fucking death penalty for molesting me oh no he's an open mouth breather it's like so fucked up Ugh. no seriously it's like okay cool and that's when i had literally had to get off your discord because i was like because i went in there like hoping maybe for some comfort because again all my friends are asleep uh -huh. you're asleep so i'm like you know i'm just gonna go to the one people i know that are awake and to receive that i was like i literally have to get off i'm just gonna scroll on tiktok you know whatever numb my mind and mm -hmm. then so i'm getting on my second flight and i booked comfort plus 
I did. I did. No, because I'm just that big. And you know, and my defense is to talk right off. Anyways, so I booked Comfort Plus, and so that that's the second boarding group. So it's not mm-hmm. first class, but it's the second. Yeah. Um, and I this is my fourth plane, uh, in the past week. So I'm like, you know, I get scanned and everything, and the lady she doesn't speak to anyone in front of me. She looks at me and she goes, "You're gonna have to check your luggage." Oh hell no. There's not enough room for your stuff on the plane. We need to also discuss this because that I'm so sick of airlines doing that. Like seriously, charge a fucking carry-on fee if you're going to do that. Stop doing that. I that is like my biggest beef with airlines. Also, right I'm literally in the second boarding group. What do you mean? Every, everyone before me had like what eight suitcases that they put in yeah. overhead compartments. It's a scam. It, no, it's literally a scam. They're just fucking with us at this and point. And she singled me out too. Yeah, because you're, me out. you're young, you're alone, no one will, because when they do that to me, like, I literally fight back, or when I'm with, like, a bunch of people, they don't do that, they only do, like, the people they think won't cause trouble, because people are mad at this point, charge a fucking carry-on fee, I would rather that than you doing this to me every time I, because you plan for it being on your carry-on, you bring your fucking AirPods, you bring your coloring stuff, your crochet stuff, you're not checking my fucking bag. Get yeah, that. so, yeah, no, I looked at her, and I was just like, I haven't had any issues with any other flight I've been on. And she's like, well, this is a smaller plane. I know, bitch, because I took this exact plane to get here. Yeah. So I know. I know how small it is. And I know my my tiny little suitcase is going to fit. Like, thank you. I literally have the world's smallest fucking suitcase. It's a miracle that I can put anything in it. Um, So I – and then she's like, no, you're going to have to check it. And I just walked away. I just got on that fucking plane because I was like, seriously, bitch, like, you have no idea how tough it's been and then i go sit i go to my window seat thankfully i have a window seat the guy next to me doesn't even look in my direction thank goodness oh, and i it. started sobbing oh, oh my god <laughs> you didn't tell me that i fully fucking it's started just... sobbing on this fucking plane oh, because i think you. i think everything just hit me because moving mm-hmm. you know i have a lot like family issues mm-hmm. i have a whole ass I don't even know what to call it. I have all yeah. that going on and it just hit me. It just hit me and I'm sobbing on this plane. And I just, I feel like that was like top 10 lowest moments in Dakota's life. Like, yeah. Sobbing <laughs> like, on a plane. Yeah. The airport, mm-hmm. I feel like just brings out the emotions for some reason. Like I, I yeah, if, yeah. It, if I ever want to cry, I'm just going to book a flight. Honestly, it's like, what- like, I don't cry. Yeah, you don't. It's like the equivalent of what Barnes and Noble does to my digestive system. That's what the airport does to your crying system. Like, I don't know. I always have to shit when I step inside of Barnes and Noble. I don't no, know what it is. Seriously, I think you that's like a common Max? thing. Me with no, I shit at Barnes and Noble too. So, like, what honestly, is that? I, oh, maybe that'll fix my stomach problems. I'm gonna make my there friend go. go with me to Barnes and Noble today. Just get it all out. We're gonna do a hard reset on my stomach um that sounds yeah no seriously i feel like i've never i'm never emotional unless i'm at an airport then the vibes are just right you know yeah it brings (laughs) it out it just really does bring it out well i'm sorry that you had that experience of crying i mean all all of your traveling things but maybe you needed to get out the emotion i don't know if it helps you after you cry but for me it kind of does oh i felt better and then i landed and uh i immediately I my friend picked me up from the airport and I immediately was like can we go get Arby's like my emotional comfort meal and yeah so we went and got Arby's and she paid for it oh she's my world but um I mean, 
uh, yeah. And so then, like, I came home and just ate my Arby's in silence like a little rat. Just... I imagine the SpongeBob meme, the little guy eating. Absolutely. You don't just... a little bug? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. Um, yeah. So I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, on a lighter note, so I changed my name on DoorDash, and it's now, like, an inside joke between – me and all my friends and you know it too um but i changed my name on doordash to ashley and now whenever i order like wiener stencil or something like really embarrassing like arby's i'll just be like ashley's fat ass like she just be getting the weirdest shit like so that's the inside joke i had no idea you could change your name on doordash honestly because i get embarrassed i'm like they they know me too much like i'm kind of embarrassed about it oh this is a can i just ask real quick and maybe the viewers can weigh in on this is it disrespectful to order doordash uber eats etc when the weather is bad when it's snowing what do you think i mean so i actually doordashed i think it was christmas day i doordashed something oh wow and so like I went outside because I had cash in my car and I wanted to tip him in cash because it's Christmas, you know, I'm going to give the Christmas yeah. spirit. And I actually met him outside and like he was in like a really bad car and oh like his like girlfriend or wife was in the passenger seat and like like it was clear that they were doing it to make money like just mm-hmm. specifically like it's not because they, you know i don't know how to explain it but like it was clear yeah. so like when i tipped him i just gave him like a 20 dollar bill and he yeah. was just like he was like thank you and then he looked at how much it was and he was like oh my god thank you so much like thank you thank you thank you mm-hmm. and i feel like people that need to work on holidays or when it's like bad weather and stuff like that like they just really need that extra money mm-hmm. so I, if anything in a weird way i think it's good because mm-hmm. no one because no one's ordering yeah that's my assumption too and like obviously i do give a good tip especially if the weather is bad and i know that they do hopefully pay them more when the weather's bad i don't know mm-hmm. i'm just curious because no, that was a little debate don't. this weekend they fucking better though and that's why i feel like the tips need to be higher because i've seen like i go on the subs for some reason i go on like the uber eats driver subs on reddit and like read the drama that happens like seriously how little they pay them is yeah it is so fucked up so i like reading all of that for some reason i uh doordash for a little bit and like um like in high school a lot of my friends would do it so i would just like go with mm-hmm. them and that'd be like our hangout time and yeah. yeah like they don't make more and like i'm sure you heard about the huge lawsuit with like doordash and like how they actually stole drivers tips for a really long time i didn't hear about uh, that yeah oh no they it only recently got cleared up um but yeah they would steal the tips from Ew. doordashers too so i'm glad yeah, i never no. used like scummy I really ass use company yeah uber eats all the yeah. way I don't Uber Eats because um, I feel safer on DoorDash. I don't why? know why. I don't, I don't know, know why this, either. The, the vibes. It's the green app. That's what does it. I don't know. I think I think I did have like a really bad experience on Uber Eats. Like they literally like ignored me. Like I just never got my food, and I was like really bitter. So I just deleted the app. I was like, thank you. They guys. are bad if like you get something that's like half empty or really shitty. Like they don't resolve it but DoorDash mm-hmm. does. And speaking of green, can I just say you are giving like the Kermit frog evil meme. Do you know what I'm talking about? The evil like Jedi meme. You I are can't absolutely... wait for Thomas to edit that. Oh my God, Thomas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please. Honestly, I kind of want to take a picture so that he can just do it right now. Do can it. you take a picture yourself? I'll take a mm-hmm. picture of both of us. Anyways, is there anything else you want to talk about today? Uh, no. Just look, look angry. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you 
shouldn't go back to sleep. I don't know if you're going to go back to sleep, but I'm going to go do customs. I'm in my custom era. I like, look at me. I like raised my prices and here I go. Well, I raised my prices, bestie. Like I'm, I'm up there now. Oh my God. You need to send me your custom prices. I'm so proud of you. I think we switched. Like right now you're doing all the customs and I've just been rotting away. Well, seriously, raising my prices, that that did motivate me a lot because I'm like, I am so worth that. Okay. Like I'm worth it. (laughs) Now I'm worth it. it. I deserve it. Yeah, that is seriously why I think I had so much burnout with it. Like I have been doing the same price since 2018. Like there, that's well, dumb. That's, Inflation, that's, and I've grown. I'm sorry, as a it hit us too. Yeah, like my content is so much better too than it was in 2018. So I'm like, you should be paying, and you should be paying top prices for like me. <laughs> well, yeah, you and you deserve it because you put a lot of effort into your customs. And like, if like we're just gonna be honest here, like what's more rewarding, a one minute custom video that's ten dollars of self-worship or you have a minimum price like it's just like the thing about setting up all your lights getting ready taking a shower shaving your cooch like putting on makeup like all that probably takes like three hours right there and then for a one minute custom that's 10 bucks like you three dollars or ten dollars for three hours worth of like setup oh fuck off i just realized maybe i should add a shaving cost if you want me to shave (laughs) you want me to shave your cat no, seriously, just... honestly, the upcharges are great. Cause, if like, you want me to brush my hair, that's another $15. If, I'm just kidding. No, guys. seriously. Honestly, and it's actually a discount if you don't want me to wear makeup. So, Oh, yes. 5% <laughs> off. If I 5%... could be in a hoodie and sweats, another 5% off. <laughs> yeah, and if you want it with no lighting, like just filmed in front of a window. Whoosh, oh, my gosh. 20 free. bucks. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no, free. <laughs> like, I got you. Oh um, no, it's so real. And yeah, no script. Enjoy- no script. You just give oh. me an idea. Oh, yeah. propose I I at this that. point because I'm saying yes. That is seriously the best. But yeah, enjoy your like rotting era, you know, like you need it. I feel like it's, it's, you're going through it, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really am. But, I really um, am going through my rotting era yeah so you it's deserve great. it you deserve it's it a me. hard reset and that's how i'm looking at it yeah you should watch the documentary if you need a brain distraction the documentary natalia grace it's on hbo max it's fucking crazy i'm watching it right now actually i've also realized like i'm so deep in in like mental capacity that i literally i love like true crime and horror movies and just like really dark true stories like i love those like mm-hmm. Like, anything like that, I've been having to, like, stay away from it because oh it'll God. literally give me anxiety, which, like, is so sad. That is a good sign that you are at your limit of, like, your cortisol is, like, we're fucking good. Don't you dare. Don't, Don't you, you dare. dare put us through another fucking thing. Like, you better just yeah. go lay down and no yeah. thoughts, head empty your way through the day. I'm glad that you're aware of that, though, in your body and you can notice that because not everyone can and they just keep pushing themselves, keep pushing themselves till like – you know they explode so i'm proud of oh i can't leave the house right now period i can yeah i support you in that don't leave the house everyone just be nice to me like holy fuck i've been preaching this forever but like seriously be fucking nice to me she's just she's just a girl i'm just a girl i'm just just, a baby she's just a baby i'm just a precious little baby so everyone be nice to me wow this i'm so excited for the next episode to drop though the one we filmed when we were together i feel like that was 
It's so it was, good though. It's so uh, we're gonna have to work on it if we're gonna do in person more because we are so. I actually have I have an idea um, that I almost feel like our theme when we when we go when we do it together is to like go do something crazy because like the stories that we came up with just by going to fucking like one meeting in the Prius was so it was like killing me. It was so fucking funny, um, but it was it was amazing. One outing I think- together and then come back and just break <laughs> it down. Like- yeah, like there were so many things. So yeah, we are it we're it's a different level when we're together. Like I was like, oh, mm. what is happening? There's one literal 10 second portion where it's just like like you can't understand this. <laughs> it's when we were talking about, and I almost want to like send it to the Discord when it when it drops, when we're talking about the doo-doo-doosh, the video that plays in our oh. head while we're <laughs> while we're sexual scenarioing. Like no one is they're like, what the fuck are they talking about? But I got but we got it that's so we get it no actually okay so i know you don't understand suicide boys and like bones and like ghost main and like all that stuff but it's been very healing to be around my friend because i played it in the car for her and she's uh-huh. like this is literally my brain like 24 <laughs> 7 because it's oh, just crazy. like that video where it's like do 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 screaming <laughs> like someone's dying in the background like she's oh, like this God. is my brain man and it's like so healing i was like oh, yeah God. I love that. But yeah, we're all set up for in-person stuff. It's a whole new it's a whole new world. So I'm like girl bossing. So you just you just do you. I this just, is why I own the podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's another fucking Discord joke. Oh, God. I love just how you to join shit. her Discord. I love starting shit. You know, listen, it's like so you fun. just set the world on fire, watch it burn. Um, so <laughs> no, I'm so excited to be in person. Um, I feel like I'm just so thankful you've been taking the reins of this podcast because, like, I tend to take the reins on everything. Mm-hmm. And so finally just, like, you know, just show up somewhere and just start shit and leave Aww. has been great. That's what you deserve. And honestly, like, I'm so hyper fixated on it. Like, I really want to learn. I've always wanted to do a podcast. So, like, I need to learn. And I suck at technology anyways. So, like, it's been really helpful for me to, like, watch YouTube videos. You know, like, mm-hmm. I I don't learn unless I do it. If you were doing all of this, I wouldn't be able to do any of it by myself, you know? Like, I need yeah. to do it. Um, but I really do want to go and get my customs done because I have an appointment in a little bit. Okay. Look I'm at so me, excited Hashi. for you. Girl bossing <laughs> so hard right now. I know. Oh, but we should end it. We, we should say bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. Okay, bye, guys. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> okay, um, Yeah. I guess that's it, huh? Yep. Adios. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>